New York City, border to border, and coast to coast. You're connected with Tom Sullivan. Uh, hi, how are you? Welcome uh, to the Big Radio Show. It's Friday. Uh, today is the 16th day of February, 2024. My name is Tom Sullivan. Just looking through, uh, the, uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, the judge in the New York fraud case against Donald Trump uh, has just lowered the boom with a fine of $363 million. And uh, so on top of the $83 million that he's got to pay uh, E. Jean Carroll, that's uh, $446 million. Then on top of that, if you read the, the court ruling, that it also orders interest to be paid on this money from, um, where did I put that? From um, May of, I think it's May of 22? May 11th of 2022, interest, so that's interest for almost two years on $363 million. So that'll put it over $400 million right there, plus the $83 million that he's got to pay E. Jean Carroll. Uh, he has 30 days to either pay the money or, or buy a bond, and bonds are not cheap when you get to this kind of range. Apparently, one of the things that the Trumps have also been very upset about is the, the, the judge who is the overseer of their business is um, uh, apparently, uh, uh, they don't like her. Her name's Barbara Jones. She's a, she's a judge uh, who has been hired as a monitor to oversee the business. And now they have ordered another person in there as well for the next three years to monitor and go through everything that they're doing and it's driving the Trumps crazy because they don't usually have to answer to anybody in their business well Barbara Jones the judge has already cost them two and a half million dollars so that is making them unhappy about all of that as far as the money goes the money goes to the plaintiff and the plaintiff let me just make sure I've got the plaintiff right Hold on, 92 pages. i got to flip to the... My computer can only go so fast. Um, a plaintiff, uh, people of the state of New York, by Letitia James, Attorney General of the state of New York. Hey, I wonder how much I'm going to get. I'm part of the people of the state of New York. I'm gonna, I think I'll call up Letitia James and say, hey, I'm, I'm, how much of that do I get? When do I get it? No. I don't think I'm going to see a dime, should not see a dime, goes into the state coffers. So they, they pick up $400 million. For what? And again, where is the victim? Like I said, I've told you, uh, 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 if you've listened to this program for any length of time, I think Donald Trump faces some real legal peril. Um, not in this case, um, I, I mean, yes, he's got to figure out how to deal with this ruling. But as far as, and the judge already said he was guilty of fraud. So I knew that he was going to lose this. I, I would be interested to see what, what recourse he has on the amount of money being excessive. Kind of like you see when there's um, a car accident and somebody's hurt or severely injured or killed. 
And the jury says, uh, yeah, we'll give the family $100 million. And later on, very quietly, a judge says, that's nice, Jerry. Thank you very much, but we'll give them a million dollars. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but it's not. So I don't know whether that's going to happen in this case or not. Phone number is 855-295-6600. Let's talk to um, Tony, who's waiting patiently. Hi, Tony. What's going on? Hi there. Um, Hi. I just wanted to comment. I think this notion about no victims is very simplistic. Um, if, if I traveled down the freeway at 80 miles per hour and in your old days when you were a patrolman, you pulled me over, I got a ticket. Who yeah. was the victim there? Nobody got... Nobody got in hurt, et cetera, et cetera. I could say there was no victim. I shouldn't have got the ticket. Correct. But the whole idea is that I shouldn't have been, you know, I possibly could have injured others. Now, as far as the banks go, claiming there's no victims there, banks have shareholders, banks have customers. The shareholders, theoretically, uh, you know, they are victims. Certain banks have to maintain certain reserves, correct? Right. Uh, if, if, as customers... Uh, Trump got loans that maybe other customers could have gotten. Uh, Trump got loans at a lower interest rate that somebody else could have gotten uh, or had to pay a higher interest rate or couldn't get the loan in the first place because uh, there wasn't enough money. It had already been loaned out to Trump. You know, if, if you and I buy a house in the same subdivision across the street from each other and you lie about your credit worthiness and you have a FICO score of 800, I tell the truth and have a FICO score of 600, you get a 5% interest rate on that house and I got to get a pay a 7% interest right. rate. Right. I'm a loser in that. Right. The other thing that I've heard is the judge did this, the judge did that. The judge, all the judge did was, assess, instead of a jury, the judge assessed uh, the evidence that was brought. There were witnesses, there were documents. The state proved their case that there was fraud. So it's simplistic to say, and I think it's, you know, kind of erroneous, sends the wrong message that this judge out on his own went and did this. Um, and finally, this whole notion of laws like this where there is no apparent victim, but there really is a victim out there. It, it sets an example. So in the future, people will be more cautious about the finances that they submit. Uh, and so I, I think people need to look at this in a more thorough manner and not just, oh, gee whiz, nobody got hurt. A lot of people potentially got hurt. Well, and I, the I, fact that they ultimately did get paid back, it doesn't matter. It, it just doesn't matter. They broke the law. So there's laws for a purpose to set yeah, examples. Uh, yes, and that that's for your 80 mile per hour ticket. Yes, you didn't hurt anybody. It doesn't even matter if it's potentially. There's a law that says you can't go 80, so you have to pay a fine. Right. So they they do have a law, and I have to tell you, Tony, I I don't know the details of how this law came about, but it's a fairly recent law that some commentators. Have, have said was designed so that they could go after Donald Trump. Because your arguments, as much as you make a lot of good arguments, you're, you're assuming under all of your arguments that the bank doesn't know what they're doing or the insurance company did not know what they're doing. Because the bank is not going to lend you 
uh, money that they that they don't feel that uh, the risk is too high, or they're they're not going to give you an interest rate different than what they think uh, qualifies for the risk involved with the loan. That's your your point about the the credit scores. It's it's the higher the risk, higher the rate. So I mean, I'm 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 looking at this and going, the, the these banks are not slouches, and and there's a bunch of things involved here. One of them is evaluating whatever the property was that he wanted to borrow against uh, or build a building or whatever it might be. But in addition to that, any banker will tell you that the customer relationship is part of the unknown factor in a loan. You go into a bank and you know the banker and you've been a good customer and you keep nice balances in that bank. They're going to give you a better loan than they will me if I just walked in off the street. So, well, that's true. I appreciate the, the, your point. Now, I'll give you one that you did not mention, and this is what I finally found in in the uh, court papers: is the the attorney general is claiming that the banks could have made more money, and I. <laughs> that's what she's saying. Yeah, that that was that. That was precisely my point. If they had another customer that was, you know, a less of a risk, they could have, or what have you, they could have charged more money. It was it was money that went to Trump that could have gone to yeah, others, and but, they could have but, made more money somewhere else with less risk. Now the fact that you know some officer in a bank does something stupid, you know, you say all oh, these banks are so, you know, they're all just people. And you know what? Recently, we've had a number of banks. Uh, go belly up. Why did yep. they go belly up? Because they made stupid loans. Yep. Oh, right. And so well, you know that that's where the that's where the state comes in that, to protect everybody else. Because when when these banks go belly up, then who pays? Yep. We pay. Yep. FDIC, the insurance, uh, the, the the government pays. Taxpayers ultimately pay. So we are we no, may I not have been a victim yeah. in this particular case, but we are ultimately potentially victims. Bankers, and that's the whole point of the law. Bankers are like anybody else. There's there's smart ones, there's dumb ones, and everything in between. So have banks made mistakes? Yes, mostly they don't because they have a process for loan approvals. I'm I'm the bank officer. I don't get to give you a loan. I've got to take your application, ask you 50 questions, send it up to my boss. Then that boss sends it to his boss, and then that goes to a loan committee. I mean, there's a lot of, especially for big multi-million dollar loans, you can imagine the level of scrutiny that, that goes through as opposed to you or me going in to get a car loan. I mean, it's it's pretty depth, pretty deep. Um, I hear I hear what you're saying, but I I, I don't. I, I'm, I think this is a hit job on Donald Trump. I really do. Why don't they go after anybody else in New York for this? No, well, nobody they, else. They may, and this will set an example. Well, the other thing is, I hear about this, and I hear about you know other matters. They say, well, it's never been prosecuted before. Well, so what? You know, maybe they didn't have the facts. Maybe they didn't have the evidence at the time. Maybe they didn't have somebody yeah. with the wherewithal to do it. There's all sorts of political reasons why things don't get done, but it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be done. Well, the political even, part you know, is, says, is oh, I think the political the political part is there is an axe gr- to grind. Letitia James, literally in her commercials to uh, running for attorney general, right. said, "You vote for me, I will go after Donald Trump." 
She repeated it so over, over and over. Well, so I, 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 because the government is very powerful, and I would not like the government to come after you or me or anybody else simply because they didn't like you. Well, it's not simply because they didn't like you. It's because he broke the law. If he didn't break the law, they couldn't approve the case, and, you know, she would have wasted her time. She would have uh, like a fool. All but right. She, but she proved her case. All <laughs> she right. She proved her case. Tony, I got to hit a break, but I'm glad I'm glad you, you made a very good argument for for your side. I I'm sticking with there's no victims, but I appreciate the call. 855-295-6600. You you could care less about anything, Tom. So what are you what are you doing there? Live with Tom Sullivan. So I I just uh, went in because of the uh, ruling by the judge. If you're just tuning in, uh, the judge in New York has uh, hit uh, Donald Trump with $363 million in fines plus interest and banned him from being a, a officer or director of any corporation in New York for three years. I um, I looked up this law because it was cited many times throughout the, the judge's decision. It is um, New York law 63 parentheses 12. It's not a new law. It is a little-known state law, but uh, even the New York Times says it's a regulatory bazooka for the state attorney general. And with this, you don't need to show that there was a victim. All you need to show is that somebody did something that was fraudulent and convince a judge, in this case, that uh, the, the behavior... Um, distorted the market. So it's it's a it's a huge hammer that they can come down on people with. Evidence of fraud was not necessary to find somebody guilty under sixty three twelve. The law did not require the attorney general to even show that Trump had intended to defraud anyone. Or show that his actions resulted in anybody having a financial loss. Former federal prosecutor Steve Cohen says the law packs a wallop. It does not require the attorney general to show that anyone has been harmed. Whoa. I mean, you talk about the, the big boot of government. That's what this is. And she has it in her toolbox. To use as she sees fit. 855-295-6600. Linda in Nevada. Hi, Linda. Hi, Tom. I Hi. should have waited to talk because I'm reading the um, the ruling right now, and it's a 70-year-old law. Right. And I'm in Nevada. I don't do business in the state of New York. But... Are you? I was told you're. You are. You are a lawyer. Is that right? I, I, I am, and it's me. But um, you know what you just read, which I hadn't read yet, um, is true. You know, normally for common law fraud, you have to show intent and and everything else, and you have to show a victim. And obviously, this doesn't. But there are laws all over the United States that somebody can dig up. And what this judge should have done is not even allowed the case to go forward. That 
because this is a very old law and it hasn't been used before, it was dug up by Letitia James just to come against the Trump organization. And, you know, I can't say that I know that for sure, but I do know that as an attorney, I would have made, um, I would have won a motion to dismiss on this issue. Are, are you saying? Are you saying that there are there are uh, Easter eggs, if you will, hidden? That if uh, a, an attorney general of whatever state you live in wants to, they can find something to prosecute exactly. you. Exactly, exactly. That's and 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 the cost to you know the guy that spoke right before me made it seem like Trump was hurting everybody. No, Letitia James is spending the money of um, the state of New York by fighting this. And it it was obvious what she said, that she was going to try to find something to get him. So, I mean, the people of the state of New York should be angry that they had to go through all these attorney fees, blah, 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 and an appeal on a ridiculous um, law. Well, Especially when there's no victim. That's it's a waste of time and energy for the state of, of New York. And just because he may have some money, it's um, obviously it's not for that reason. Or they would bring a lawsuit against a million billionaires out there. There are. You know I saying? Listen, I mean, it, there's two courts here. There's the court, the, the, the law court, and then there's the court of public opinion. And I think the reason why in the public people, opinion <laughs> i know but people are are so unhappy barack obama talked about it he said that's why he when he ran for office it was hope and change was his slogan and he said at the end of his eight years people are still hoping and looking for change they're still angry he said and i think they still are and this is why obama it looks like the, many laws himself well sure but i mean look it looks like like the government is just using their power to beat up some, beat you up, beat them up, beat Trump up. Anyway, I got to run, but thank you. Prime time all the time with Tom Sullivan. Prime time it is. Um, so we've got the Judge and uh, Goron's ruling. If you're just tuning in, three hundred sixty-three million dollar fine plus interest. Um, and three years of not being able to be a uh, director or officer of any corporation in uh, the state of New York. That's the penalty from uh, Engoron to Donald Trump and uh, the Trump Organization. Uh, 855-295-6600. Dominique, I'm curious because I don't think... Yeah, you're you're a, you're an interesting guy, and I know that you don't care for Donald Trump, but I also know you don't care for big big boot of government. So where do you? How do you react to all of this? I can't believe the synchronicity of this. When you were talking to Tony, you made my exact comments. Yes, this is a hit job on Trump, and I'm wondering why. Maybe the thirty to sixty other crooked real estate deals in New York going back a hundred years. That, and I keep telling you to read Robert Caro's book, The Power Broker, when the Democratic machine with Beam and Moses and Wagner, they ran roughshod on people. They just, they played eminent domain like a piano and kicked everybody out of their houses to build those ridiculous sure. instant slums. Sure. However, wait, Trump, 
Trump sets himself up for this because with a good defense, instead of going on every social media he can find to slander that woman, and I'm also finding it very interesting that the judge, it seems to me, already made up his mind before the trial even happened. But that neither here nor there. There had to be, and we'll, we could get into that obscure law and the big booty government, but the fact is, if it's not checks and balances, at some point, and you can go back to the Rockefeller. Oh, your phone's kind of going in and out. Your phone's going in and out. But, okay. yeah, no, but it, your point is well taken, and, and, and you know, New York, yeah. uh, what? There's corruption? What? There's political favors? What? When did this happen? Well, it's it's got a ways to go to catch up to Illinois and Louisiana. <laughs> it's always been that way. Yes. And it's also a microcosm that one island, a small little tiny spot in the overall state of New York, where the people upstate for how many years have said, how come they all get away with this all the time? You know, but again, my simple point being, and this goes back to your other commentary, that all during this election cycle, we're going to find every kind of hit job we can find. This thing with the FBI agent's testimony falling apart. Right. That guy D'Souza had to say in court that, no, I couldn't prove there were 200 mules stuffing ballots. I couldn't prove that. You know, so lie and counter lie. And it really goes back to Goebbels that you tell a lie often enough, you can get enough people to believe it. Yep. I think we've, we've fallen now into a period of corruption and disinformation and pocket stuffing to the point of where how much is enough? But my real question is, does he have to... Does he actually have to post that amount before he can file no. an appeal? No. Huh? He, he has to buy a no, bond, though. Okay. He has to buy a bond. And and I, 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 I don't know what the percentage is on, on that, but it's going to be on $363 million, I'll bet you it's $36 million. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, you keep up the good work, Tom. And i got to tell you, backing up, I'm so disgusted with it now that, I'm just working on my own writing and playing with my dog because I don't see any good coming from either one of these candidates right now that's going to benefit anybody like me. Why Why? Why do you think the country is so uptight and angry and on edge? Because everybody feels that way. That's well, the problem. It's also the point that the left is still talking about unicorns and rainbows and the right is dead bang set on every conspiracy theory they can come up with <laughs> from Jewish Jewish space lasers to, to Taylor Swift you know, it's insanity and it is I don't think the people, you, I don't think the people are as, I don't think the people are as mad as they are scared that the people running the show, are going to collapse the economy due to their own stupidity. Yeah, that's what I think people yeah. are scared about. Yeah. All right. All right, Dominic. Thanks. Have a good day.
I don't know. This uh, this one's a doozy for me. Lynn in Seattle. What do you make of this, Lynn? How are you? Hi. Hey, this is great conversation you got going on. Thank you. Great. Um, well, you mentioned, you know, you've been on a board of directors before, and you had yep. the E&O insurance. Yep. And there was, of course, mention of E&O insurance for the real estate side of the business. Um and in order to get that type of insurance, you have to have a strong financial standing, um, and you submit through your application for insurance. And maybe you were on the board. Maybe you weren't involved with that part at all. But you know, no, I've had I've had to I've had to fill out uh, directors and officers insurance, E and O insurance, all of that. And, and I see where you're going okay. is is the fact, but I, I will jump ahead just a little bit. I have seen people that are on boards of directors or business owners that get uh, errors and emissions insurance, and yet they have fraudulent backgrounds. And and the 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 key is you disclose it, and nobody reads a prospectus. But in on page seventy eight, paragraph fifteen. You will find that Joe Blow has uh, has been convicted of fraud uh, seventeen times, and it's there. So Joe Blow disclosed it, and the insurance company will charge Joe Blow a extra premium for higher risk. But Joe Blow will get that that insurance. It's all about risk. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I, you know, I, you were, you had mentioned just briefly, you know, um, maybe just once insurance fraud, and so I'm thinking, you know, when somebody sends in an application, they send in false information, you know, it's insurance fraud, right? And you, you, you mentioned that. Well, he could just go start his business in Florida, right? So it just made me wonder. Well, what, what insurance company is going to want to insure him? After all of them, you know. After all cooking, of them, after cooking the book. No, if you if you okay, if well. it just you you don't lie to them. You just tell them, yes, I've been found guilty of fraud, and then they say, oh, well, we were going to charge you a thousand dollars for the insurance, but we're going to charge you ten thousand dollars. It's it's just a matter of pricing the risk, and and I'm yeah, telling I. Yeah, well, the bond is just write a check. They'll they, that's just a matter of they'll look and see how much cash does he have, and um, they will they will guarantee that he will pay the the amount of money. But I also think that this is going this this amount of penalty will be reduced substantially uh, by not by this judge, but by some other level. Maybe maybe not. Maybe because it's just New York. Uh, the appellate level will 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 want to hammer him as well. Eighty eighty five percent of the people in Manhattan vote Democrat. Eighty five percent. So there there's a lot. There's very few people that might even possibly like him. But uh, as far as the insurance, he'll be able to get it. He'll be able to get the bond. Apparently, he has around six hundred million in liquid assets. So yeah, they'll write. They'll they'll charge him a lot for it, but he'll be able to. To get the bond. Anyway, up against a break, but Lynn, thank you. You're right. I don't like Democrats. I don't like Republicans. I don't have the same interests as my fellow Americans. 
lot of money. Letitia James, uh, sure enough, the uh, minute we go off the air, 6 o'clock Eastern, she's going to be holding a news conference to talk about her win. Uh, Ron, in Crystal Bay, Nevada, I'm told you are a lawyer and a banker. So, uh, interesting. What do you make true. of this? What do you make of us? And I'm retired. I'm no, retired. So oh, even better. <laughs> even better. <laughs> so you've been around the block. You've seen you, you've seen some you've seen some fraudsters. You've seen some games played. What do you make of all this? Well, I, I was I first called up because the gentleman you were talking to really was out of his league. He didn't know what he was talking about, but he was full of opinions. We we all know that old phrase about opinions. Sure. And so I, and unfortunately, he took swipes at attorneys and uh, bankers, and it yeah. bothered me. So I thought I'd call and tell you ah. this. And I, I worked for a number of years the Continental Bank in Chicago. I did four hundred and five hundred uh, million dollar loans. We work with high. You know, the problem is you're sitting around a table. You've got a lot of experts. Why are you picking on him? Like somehow he fooled everybody, <laughs> and he and there was no loss. So I mean that's craziness, and the, and the regulatory, the regulatory matter that he uh, that he violated. This country is full of these things. Its agency's gone wacko. I mean, we're going to spend the next twenty years trying to straighten out our regulatory agencies because they've exceeded their powers. So I mean, I, I'm not. I I, I like Trump. I'll, uh, might as well admit it. I'd vote for him. Not that I think he's got the greatest personality in the world. But <laughs> I like for, I like the results, it, yeah. And he's given it to us, and yeah. so everybody recognizes that. Even the people who don't like him sure like it better than three years ago than it is now. So I, I, I and I wanted to point I wanted to point out that this is something that I think Washington is suffering from right now. We've got a lot of people that don't know anything about anything. None of these people know even what their departments are. The secretaries, the cabinet. None of these people have run a business. We're a capitalistic economy. None of them know what they're doing, and they're doing the wrong thing left and right. And it's we're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be beyond my death to fix this. That's that's my feeling. I don't know. I, I, I mean, that was to go back to to Donald Trump. His four years as president. I, I think the best part of that four years was his uh, scouring through and reducing. Lots of unnecessary regulations. More than he, they, they, they passed a tax cut in his administration, but I think the regulatory reform was more valuable than anything. And what did it lead to? But a good economy with people hiring people, uh, unemployment rate going down to a record. It, it was, it was because of policies. And you're right. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to regulate everything they can. It's people that don't have never run a business, have no idea how to run a business. I mean, it was. I look at my example of Jeff Bezos, state of Washington. They passed a capital gains tax, and uh, guess what? He said, "I'm moving." And then he sold two billion dollars worth of his stock. They lost out on what? any any tax whatsoever, and he saved six hundred million. So good for him. The whole concept about making people because they're rich is is counterproductive if if you're if you're nuts enough to constantly tax the people that are productive pretty soon you don't have productive people pretty soon the guys and women that make the jobs are gone 
then what do you have? You got well, and, and that's you see might, on a national basis they don't think that way. But if you're the mayor of Chicago, darn right you'll see yeah, that they they will move a mile down the road, and so they're not in your city anymore. That's happened all the time. Cities uh, are are and counties and and even states that people companies move for that reason. Find find more friendly oh. business. I I don't know why why government is so anti business. It is it is the engine that makes this country go. It just is exactly. And and as long as there are people left that say what you just said and are aware of it and try to make the rest of the people aware of it, maybe there's a chance. But it's unbelievable how how money people are so envious. Every time I hear yeah. somebody makes a million dollars, I think. That that's uh, that just underwrites our economy. That's a strike for the good. It's yep. good. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean someone's got. It's not a zero sum game. I've I've been sitting here blabbing about Taylor Swift. I'm going good for her. She's she's made a billion dollars, and and people are growling. She's uh, this and that and everything else. And I, it is. It's it's the one of the seven deadly sins. Jealousy. It's been around forever. That's all. But every time they make money they're validating our system and that's what it's all about if you think communism works show me any place in the world where it's ever worked it never has never has yeah all right well ron thank you i'm 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 glad you called especially with your background uh pete in palm bay florida hello pete pete hello oh there you are hopefully you're there um basically there was a. I used to listen to a radio guy up in uh, Baltimore. He was a talk show host. Yeah. Before this, he was the chief of police for the state police, and he uh, he got some dirt on the governor. The law that he broke and made it a felony, which was a felony. He borrowed five grand from his dad to buy a house for a down payment. Yeah. And um, they they tried him. Then they put, they found him guilty, and they sent him to federal prison down in Florida. And because he because he borrowed he the five thousand. Wow. Yep. And didn't disclose that it and wasn't from his income. I got it. Yeah, you borrowed the money from somebody else. I. Um, but that if they want to get you, they'll get you. And, and that's where where Ron that was just on before you, a lawyer. And the the lady earlier, Linda, I believe from Nevada, was talking about that that these kinds of laws are on the book. So yeah, if they want to get you, there's there's a law there that, that they will get you somehow, somewhere. And the, the, the thing is, those are the kind of laws. I mean, how many from from friends relatives to buy a house? I probably I bet ten percent of the country did. A lot of people. A lot of people borrow from and their parents. So that means ten percent. Ten percent of the people then are felons, and they don't even know it. Yeah, I think. So, um, yeah, I think you hit the the nail on the head. All right, Pete, you're right. Um, I think this is Steve uh, online too. Let me get Steve in here because I think they were stealing your thunder, Steve. I understand you want you want to make the point that you go against City Hall, you're going to lose. Is that right? Yeah, even if you win, when you go to court, it costs you time and money. 
So, you know, it's what I tell people. Even, you know, you get pulled over, just shut your mouth, sign the ticket, and decide how much you want it to make it cost you. Yeah. Our government's so powerful now, they can bankrupt you on a law you don't even know exists. If you get accused... You're in the system, you're spending money, right or wrong. Well, that's what these two you lawyers know, have said this afternoon. They said they will, there are laws, they will get you from some obscure law.